Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Quorum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. This is an episode I have been wanting to do for a long, long time. It features a tour de force of medical expertise on hormone replacement therapies, peptides, and treating traumatic brain injury. And my special guest is Dr. Mark Gordon. This is a continuation of my previous podcast with Green Beret, Andrew Marr, and Dr. Gordon. If you haven't listened to that one, please go back. It's very powerful, and it lays the foundation for today's episode. During our discussion, Dr. Gordon sheds light on the often misunderstood topics of hormone replacement therapies and peptides and their impact on our body. Hormone deficiencies can be a result of traumatic brain injuries, and Dr. Gordon explains how these therapies may create a positive change within the body. This area of research is still in its early stages, and Dr. Gordon shares his insights on the current understanding and future potential of these therapies. I am thrilled to dive into this fascinating topic with all of you. So now for my conversation with Dr. Gordon. So let's lean in and learn from the best. Dr. Gordon, there is this whole world now of, you know, we got hormone replacement therapies, we got things called peptides. And I think that this is kind of for a lot of people, it's a black box. They're like, what in the world is this stuff? Is it safe? Is it effective? I want to know from you, like, when should you pursue hormone replacement therapy? I know it's part of your treatment plan. Let's talk about that and peptides and things like pregnenolone because you are world-class on this subject and you make it very simple to understand from our previous conversation. Some of these things I'm using right now because of my previous history. So I'd love to know, right. go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. How much time do we have? Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep it tight. You know, the question is, who should be assessed for hormone replacement? Mm. You know, there is a very few groups, elderly or people who have a history of traumatic brain injury or any kind of uh, physical trauma or emotional trauma, because there is physical trauma and non-physical trauma. The non-physical things can be breaking your leg, having surgery, having ulcers, having an autoimmune disease, all these things generate the chemicals of inflammation, the cytokines that we talked about. So we now know that all our hormones have a multitude of benefits in the body. So testosterone isn't just about reproduction or sex or libido. It also functions to shut down inflammation in the brain, in the body, and to elevate the protection of the brain. Estradiol, the same thing, one of our key hormones called pregnenolone, which is also referred to as the mother of all hormones because it is the first hormone generated off of cholesterol. That's why we need cholesterol. Mm. If you decrease cholesterol, you lose part of the chemistry in the brain to make neurosteroids, the hormones of the brain. And the neuroactive steroids, the hormones produced by the glands below the neck. So we need to have the cholesterol to generate into pregnenolone, which gets transformed down a multitude of pathways to testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, cortisol. So if you shut that spigot off, you lose down the road, down the cascade, all these hormones. So in a person who has had trauma, we'll just keep it on the trauma side, which is everyone. How can I say everyone? What was your birth like? Did you learn how to walk? Did you learn how to roller skate? Did you learn how to ride a bike? Did you do skateboarding? 
Did you do skiing? Did you go out to war? Did you play football? We're missing all these things before you actually talk to the person about why they woke up with depression. Mm. Andrew didn't have depression before. He woke up with it. And people mm. said, oh, you've now become a depressive person. They didn't put the two and two together that, wait, maybe something in your past has created the change in the chemistry that's presented as a depressive, you know, as depression. So anyway, what we do on all our patients coming in is to run our biomarker panel and to see what hormones are deficient. Now, one of the greatest battles that I've had for the past 15 years has been the knee jerk of just giving a patient, a male patient, testosterone. Just give them testosterone. Well, little do a majority of physicians who dispense testosterone in the past understand that testosterone shuts off 35 hormones in the brain. You shut off 35 hormones in the brain. You need to add back in pregnenolone and DHEA because those represent two of the key pathways of all these other 33 hormones in the brain. So just giving testosterone or in a woman, just giving estrogen will shut off these hormones. So we return all the hormones back to physiological range. Now, one of the fallacies out there in, in uh, the medical community, the standard of care, is that I can say your testosterone level is normal as long as it's one point above the lowest, right? Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. So if the range is 290 to 1100 and you come in at 291, all the doctors, traditional doctors say, oh, you're within the normal range. But and Andrew, doc- in the military, that's that hurts so many folks. They're like, oh, yeah, you're normal. And you're like, no, it's, I'm not. I'm like, well, no, they threatened, him. they threatened him because his level was so low. They thought he was already taking testosterone. Right. So yeah, they didn't so give him anything for how many months? Well, I was I was accused of being on anabolic steroids because they were so low. Yeah. And uh, by an endocrinologist. And that's. When I asked, I was like, well, is there any correlation into being uh, in such close proximity to a lot of blasts? And he was like, no, I never heard of that. And I got a second opinion and they said the same thing. And that's where I started. That's where I realized, like, I can't uh, I can't trust the information that I've been given by the so-called experts, especially when it's not benefiting my life. And so I started to look at like, well, I don't care what they say. Like, that doesn't make sense to me there should probably be some type of a consequence. And um, yeah, but that's, that has not changed. All right. So that's still going on today, even though we've communicated all this and now the the information is clearly out there. Yeah. And the key article that talked about the brain inflammation shutting down testosterone was from 2013. Key major article showing the relationship in incredible detail in biochemical cellular detail for it. So we knew in 213 that trauma inflammation Mm -hmm. shuts down testosterone production. Anyway, so based upon these labs, we returned the levels to at least the median, the 50th percentile. Now, Mm -hmm. in our patients with more severe clinical symptoms, we'll go up to the 50th to 75th percentile. In our ALS patients, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's, we'll go from the 75th to the 100th percentile of the range. 
-hmm. And that's where we start getting our benefits based upon the severity of the situation. We have three Parkinson's patients that have reversed. Uh, Andrew and I, I mean, when Andrew and I were on the last uh, Rogan, we talked about Thea who flies in from another country to treat her Parkinson's, which is 70% better in 90 days. So in the hormones, we replace them to optimal levels, optimal levels. We don't use bodybuilding levels. Yeah. We use optimal levels because when you start using bodybuilding levels, they start throwing in shit into the system like aromatase inhibitors, which poison to eight different systems in the body. Mm. It poisons eight systems. So why does someone need an aromatase inhibitor? Well, they need it because they're getting excessive amount of testosterone that their body can't handle. Your body's telling you, which said to Andrew, I mean, what was your body telling you? Well, what the body tells you by producing estradiol is <clears throat> you don't need the amount of testosterone you're putting in there or else you're deficient in zinc because zinc mm. modulates the conversion of testosterone to estradiol, zinc deficiency. Okay. So that's what we do with the with the hormones. Okay. It's pretty interesting. So you know, most people aren't even talking about pregnenolone. The first time I ever heard of it, of pregnenolone, and I have a PhD in exercise science and all this other kind of stuff. Never heard of pregnenolone. That's awful, right? It was actually a friend of mine who used to work with Canadian soft units. And he was like, hey, you need to listen to this podcast because I was telling him what was going on. And that was you guys. Ah. And um, and then I ended up switching care and then they put me on pregnenolone. And that was like, I have a friend of mine who's going through some serious counseling and therapy right now. And that was something they've introduced and it's had a tremendous impact on this person's return to like normal functioning. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about peptides for a minute. Okay. Well, what are uh, peptides? Yeah. What, what peptides are, are small chains of amino acids. Okay, so if you look at growth hormone, which is one of the most important hormones in our body, when we use growth hormone, you get all these repair mechanisms, drop in inflammation, you get weight loss associated body fat. There's cannibalization of body fat during the night, so you lose body fat in the body. So in the growth hormone chain, which is 191 amino acids, they found a small snippet that specifically causes you to lose body fat. AOD 9604 is the peptide's name, mm -hmm. and it causes you to lose body fat, okay? So the, the origins of all these peptides are from already established proteins or hormones in our body. Another one called BPC-157 is what helps with repair of ligaments, tendons, and maybe muscle. It came off of uh, what a decopeptide, off of a huge peptide from the gut. So if you take it in an oral form, BPC-157, it helps repair the gut. So leaky mm. gut, inflammation of the gut, damage due to medication and alcohol. If you inject it, it helps with repair of tendons, ligaments. Okay. And there are other forms like uh, IGF-1, LR3, which is a form of insulin-like growth factor, which is the active form of growth hormone. The growth hormone goes to the liver and turns on nine proteins. One of them is this IGF-1. But IGF-1 only lasts for eight to 10 minutes in the body. So they developed a peptide, 
with a change in one of the amino acids from the human form, and it makes it last 24 hours, 18 to 24 hours. And what's the benefit? Well, if you've ever gotten a point, you know, you're young, but I'm 70. So when you get into an age when your body does not make the musculature, it's because another chemical is being produced by your body called myostatin, which stops you from making muscle. IGF-1 counters it. So as we get older, we get more of the stop muscle and less of the make muscle and repair muscle. Mm. So by giving the IGF-1 LR3, it helps you with muscle uh, growth. It helps with the recovery. Mm. And we have you know, a new group. I just took an advanced course uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Wednesday, looking at only two of the new peptides that deal with brain functions, one called CMAX, S-E-M-A-X, and the other one called ARA290. And these help ARA290 with stroke patients, with emotional lability, because again, what do they do? They help with downgrade the inflammation in the brain. And by downgrading the inflammation of brain, the hormones there and the neurotransmitters, neuroreceptors, the chemistry there is more normal. When you've got a normal chemistry in the brain, you get an opportunity to be normal or not if you want. <laughs> so we we have hormones. Uh, we've got, uh, what is it? The hot one right now is uh, semiglutide. Semiglutide, yeah. All semi-glutide. the dieting stuff. Right. Semiglutide, what it basically does is it fakes your brain to say, I'm full, the satiation area of the brain. So it thinks you're full all the time, so you stop eating. So by not eating, it's like instead of being intermittent fasting, you're fasting all day, but you have to force yourself to have at least one good substantial meal. And then we have another one, which is uh, 5-amino-1-MQ. You can lose 7% of body fat in three months without changing your diet. What's it doing? What's it doing? It's mobilizing body fat. It's like beta-oxidation? No, it's mobilization. So you utilize it. Okay. When do you start, you know, when do you start making ketones when you go into hypoglycemia, right? Yeah. So you you don't have available glucose. So you, you go to flip into the fats. Right. So it forces that as one of the avenues. Uh, We've got for skin, uh, a product called CHKCU. It's a copper bound um, three peptide. And that helps with skin repair. And I just used it in addition to three key peptides for musculoskeletal healing and neurological healing, I just used it and avoided in seven to 10 days of using it. I was unable to walk, having difficulty walking, severe pain from a crushed disc over years. You know, it Hmm. crushed and it caused neuropathy. It caused uh, radiculopathy neuropathy. It caused one of the nerve roots that goes from my spine to my left cheek down my leg to be crushed. So I had chronic pain. So in uh, I was on our orthopedic three tripeptides for about two months. It helped improve it. But when I added the fourth one, seven to 10 days, it was two days before I had to get on a plane to Denver to go and have surgery on my back. I called the, the surgeon and said, hey, I woke up this morning and I feel best, better than when I started with this problem in December. He said, do you have any pain? I said, no. How's your function? I've got the natural functioning, everything. I've been pushing it too. 
He said, then you don't need surgery. He said, but what happens if it comes back? We'll talk about it when it happens. So it's now been since March the 12th. These advances with peptides and HRT, they can be really good or they could be very destructive, just like anything else. Right. It's it's all about the qualified practitioner and the process. Right. I have personally used BPC-157 on my shoulder. I had a jujitsu injury like two weeks before Worlds, and it, it, it didn't heal the injury, obviously, but I was actually functioning. Uh, had a, my pain, pain went down significantly. They also gave me something for mitochondrial biogenesis. I can't remember which one that was. There's quercetin TQQ, which are the two key ones in nitric oxide. There are three. That will upregulate it. I think it was the second, the first one you mentioned. But then my wife, she had, she was a former softball player, all American softball player, and she had her shoulder. I'm talking. She's a brown belt in jujitsu. Had a guy's hold of his gi, literally like pulled it out, fractured her glenoid. It was awful. And the surgeon was the guy that did a lot of our surgeries for the Texans. And after the surgery, he's like, Eric, it was really bad. And I had her um, talk to somebody. They were giving her BPC-157. Long story short, he's like, it was amazing healing. I think she's also genetically wired pretty good. But he was like shocked at how well this thing healed to the point where he's like, I can't believe this. I'm a believer. But I would just say this to folks that are listening. This like just like we've seen big leaps, you know, big leaps in AI right now, like large language models, chat GPT. It's a good thing. It could also be pretty destructive if you don't know how to use it correctly. These are massive leaps in, in technology when it comes to the medical profession. You need to seek a qualified practitioner. Dr. Gordon would be a phenomenal person to reach out to. I've referenced people to him already. I know the impact it's had in my life, but these are kind of a mystery, you know? I mean, like for it's a new thing. And so you need to do your homework and you need to make sure you're not just going to some doc in the shot, you know, pain doc that's like just going to give you vials or whatever. Because like Dr. Gordon said, you don't need super physiological ranges. That can shut down a lot of problems. Just giving somebody testosterone could lead to a lot of issues. So my recommendation is reach out to Dr. Gordon and his crew. We'll put links in the show notes. But you guys treat people nationally, right? Internationally, really. Well, we help to support their healthcare providers uh, for things like peptides and so forth. We try to, you know, what the Millennium is working on in conjunction with Warrior Angel Foundation is expanding our reach by having representatives who have gone through my training in every state so that they can be fully treated. I can't fully treat. I have licenses in three states. I can't fully treat anybody in any other state. So, yeah, we have a direction. And we're always looking for more healthcare providers to train. We've got physician assistants. We've got nurse practitioners. We've got doctors. We've got cardiologists. We've got anesthesiologists, pain specialists who are involved with us. We've got, we got, uh, we got some psychs. we got some psychs, Mark. we got some psychiatrists. Oh, oh yeah. I got to tell you this one. We've got uh, a psych in uh, Dr. DeMaio in um, Punta Gorda, uh, Florida, who uh, came to us to get trained in uh, March of 2022. And I was in uh, Miami and she came in and she told me her story that she's been a residency trained, board certified, clinically practicing psychiatrist. And she was depressed. She said, you can't be. You're a psychiatrist. She said, she's 
also fact that traditional approach for psychiatric illnesses was not achieving the goal that she went into medicine for, to help people, to make them better. So she came to our course, took it. She got took the uh, class, at live class. She took the examination, got certified by us, got our software to help her with interpretations, and she started going 100% forward. She'd call me with patients that were had failed, schizophrenics, uh, paranoid schizophrenia. Within three months, the person's off all their medication. Within six months, they're back living a regular life. And what she's finding is a lot of these cases, depression, PTSD after car accident, that was the paranoid schizophrenic was after a car accident. Okay, mm. because It takes time for the chemistry of the brain in some of us to, to create the scenario of the illness. And we talk about it in terms of biological resiliency. Why is it that some of the people that were exposed to the same traumas that Andrew was did not develop the extent of injuries he did? Or the people who developed it instead of six months in one month, two months, three months. It's called biological resiliency, which is based upon things like we incorporate into our programs, nutrition, good nutrition, bad nutrition, alcohol, high, low, or none, sleeping well, exercising good hydration. There's a whole bunch of things that come to support the, the biological resiliency of the body. Exercise helps to increase brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which protects the brain. You know, so it's, it's not just looking at hormones and it's not just about peptides. It's about the entire lifestyle. I love what you're saying here. And no, this is great because my company, AIM7, we have five pillars, what we call building adaptive capacity. So when your capacity to adapt to stress, when like when when stress exceeds your capacity to adapt, that's when you have physical and mental problems, right? Yes. That's when you get injured. Sleep, exercise, mental fitness, nutrition, and then healthy relationships. Staying like fostering healthy relationships. The literature is very clear. That's one of the things I think is often ignored. Is that now, especially in the digital age, there was a paper that just came out of the University of Kansas showing. One meaningful conversation a day, just one. That's like face-to-face, caring about somebody, listening to somebody, reduces stress, improves wellness, all these factors. And they found the kicker was that digital forms were not nearly as effective. And that the more physical human-to-human interaction you had, like these these things just kind of escalated. And so I'm very thankful that you said that because... It's not just if you're on the brink, these things are going to help tremendously. But we got to start looking at the whole thing, because if if you're doing this and then you're continuing to consume copious amounts of alcohol, it's kind of like you're still putting fire, you know, gasoline on the fire. So this can kind of start moving you in the right direction. And then you can start going, Okay, we're going to address this area. And we're going to address this area. And guess what? Now the holistic organism is operating at a higher level. And then these things support and really just help the human body thrive. So I just want to go ahead. You saw the article about following exactly what you said was there was an article that looked at keys to longevity. And the key to longevity was what? The amount of interactions and friends you had. The more the Harvard study. Yes. The more you had, the longer your quality of longevity. Mm. The less you had, the shorter. Mm. And another thing is, you talk about alcohol and deleterious effect on the brain. What we found in 2020 
in 2021 was the amount of time that you watched the bullshit television media is directly related to your mental well-being. And we had guys that were backsliding about 30% because they were watching all that bullshit on the media. Triggering, causing Triggering. Yeah, stress. stress response. Stress response. And the stress response is, a, is a, one of the chemicals in the brain called fractalkin. Fractalkin under stress. I mean, the argument that I just gave to, um, to the uh, Texas Department of Health back on March 8th was about PBI and PTSD and the fact that everybody believes in PTSD is because, oh, there's no physical component to it. It's strictly a psychiatric issue. Well, under stress, you generate a chemical, you lose a chemical, fractalkin, and the brain becomes inflamed. Mm. So you don't need to have someone hit you on the head or tackle or rule 47. Is that what it is? Rule the side tackle is rule 47. <laughs> I don't know. You're... Yeah. I forgot which one it is. Take your head out of it. Yeah. I appreciate the holistic approach and I, and, and I'm just very thankful for what you guys are doing in the veteran community, but also where this is going to go in the general population as well. There's a lot of people suffering and what we're doing is not freaking working. There, there needs to be a different approach. And I, I believe in what you guys are doing. And so if you're listening to this, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm suffering. I know somebody else is suffering, or you want to get in the fight and you want to uh, also donate, go to the link in the show notes, check out the movie and please help support this cause. This is a great cause. I've been watching you guys for, I don't know, seven, eight years now grow this thing. Maybe it's that long. Whenever the first time I heard the first Rogan episode, I started watching, I started watching this thing and then, our, our friend Andy Reese connected us and that was enough. That was enough to put me over the edge. All right. These are good dudes. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to, to help in any way that I can. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Thanks again for listening to the blueprint podcast. And after hearing the past two episodes with Dr. Gordon, Andrew, if you're interested in supporting the Warrior Angels Foundation, please check out the link in the show notes. I think it's a phenomenal organization, definitely a great place where you can help. And if you yourself or someone you know is, has some hormone imbalances or is looking into you know peptides or whatever, check out Millennium Health. They have a wonderful reputation. They do a wonderful job. They're very reputable. I would highly recommend them. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.